Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Kaufelt, and in today's episode, the president of Meiwei Herbs, Yvonne Lau, will give us a brief history of Chinese patent medicine. So, what are Chinese patent medicines? Basically, they're manufactured Chinese herbal medicines, usually in pill, tablet, or capsule form, and considered not only a more convenient dosage form compared to traditional raw herb decoctions, but are more often akin to Western drugs in terms of purpose or function. In China, they're called changyao, which means finished or prepared medicine, which is really a more accurate term, but in the US, the term Chinese patent medicine has stuck. Patent medicines aren't a Chinese phenomenon. The term actually originated in England in the 17th century when medicine makers could patent and have a monopoly over their particular formula. It came to describe all prepackaged medicines sold over the counter without a doctor's prescription. Early English patent medicines were very successful in the American colonies, and it didn't take long for Americans to make and sell their own. Chinese patent medicines were introduced during the days of the gold rush when finished Chinese herbal remedies were usually handmade by individual herb shops and labeled only with the name of the herbalist or shop and the formula or product name to keep the formula secret. In this sense, they were no different from other patent medicines of the era and in fact was a practice that had been going on in China for literally over a thousand years. Even into the late 20th century, the majority of Chinese herbal products imported into the U.S. market were proprietary formulas mostly from Hong Kong and southern China, and often without any information in English, further cementing the use of the term Chinese patent medicine. Today, it has become a catch-all term for finished products made in China, and that includes Hong Kong, Macau, and even some Southeast Asian countries, and while most are no longer proprietary, there are some that still retain a sort of mysterious secret aspect. I'll talk more about this a little later, but first, some history. The earliest records of prepared or patent medicines are over 2,000 years old and recorded in the Wuxi'er Bingfang, Formulas for the Treatment of 52 Diseases, a medical book recovered from the famous Ma Wangdui Tomb 3 in Hunan Province in 1973. This work appears to have been composed during the Warring States period before the end of the 3rd century BCE and includes details of more than 250 medicinal substances and many herbal formulas. These ancient formulas were designed to be administered as honey pills, which are large, soft pills made by grinding herbs together into a powder, mixing them with raw honey into a thick paste, and then rolling the mixture into balls. In addition to binding the powder, the honey also acted as a natural preservative. There is great continuity in Chinese medicine, and many of the patent medicines still in use today date back to formulas created almost 2,000 years ago by Zhang Zhongjing, who wrote the great Chinese herbal classics, the Shang Han Lun, or discussion of cold-induced disorders, and the Jin Gui Yao Lue, essential prescriptions from the Golden Cabinet in the late Han Dynasty sometime between 206 BCE to 220 CE. Just a few of the many Shang Han Lun formulas found in patent medicine form today include Gu Gan Tang, Xiao Yao Gan Cao Tang, Xiao Qing Long Tang, Ban Xia Xie Xin Tang, and Xiao Cai Hu Tang. From the Jin Gui Yao Lue, we have Ban Xia Hou Pu Tang, Xuanzao Rantang, the extremely popular Jin Gui Shen Qi Wan, or Golden Book Tea Pills, and many, many others. Almost a thousand years later, another of the most widely used patent formulas today, a variation of Jin Gui Shen Qi Wan, 
known as Li Wei Dingwang Wan or Six Flavor Tea Pills, was developed by Qian Yi and published in the Xiao Er Yao Zheng Zhe Zhe or Craft of Medical Treatment for Childhood Disease Patterns in the year 1119. Not only have many of these formulas been in constant use for over a thousand years, but they were originally developed to be administered in honey or water pill form. Of course, not all formulas were made public, and this brings us into the realm of secrets. Many patents started out as secret family recipes, passed down through lineages, and still exist today. These include formulas from revered herbal companies such as Beijing Tongrantang and Guangzhou Chenliji. Sometimes, even when the formula was based on a classical formula, a secret ingredient was added, presumably to give it some extra oomph. Until the late 20th century, there were no stipulations in terms of ethics or laws that ingredients be disclosed. So medicine labels routinely only had the name of the herbalist or herb shop and the product or formula name. The patent medicines we are familiar with today, such as concentrated tea pills, really began in the 1920s when TCM manufacturers in China developed industrial extraction and production techniques. Handmade honey and water pills were mostly phased out. And today, patent medicines in China are registered, licensed, and highly regulated by the Chinese government. Most herbal products are not proprietary, especially their classical formulas. However, new formulations, especially ones prior to the 1990s, are closely guarded secrets. Although the monographs found in government references, such as the Chinese Pharmacopeia, National Ministry of Health formulary, and provincial formularies, do list ingredients and describe protocols for production, quality standards, etc. It is widely known that to preserve market advantage and prevent copycats, many entries in these references are not precisely accurate. China, unlike the U.S., requires TCM products to be registered, and because every TCM product is registered with a dossier declaring all ingredients, including excipients, presumably the government has the complete information and so allows marketers to just list main ingredients on their labels. This is especially true for herbal products that have been designated as national treasures by the Chinese government. Such as Yunnan Baiyao, it is known throughout the industry that any reference monograph and the product label will be missing key ingredients. Products like Yunnan Baiyao and Hua Tozai Zawan are not classical formulas and have been designated top-level proprietary formulas by the government, making them true patent medicines. In fact, it is rumored that these manufacturers will go so far as to have separate factories, each responsible for producing a different part of the formula before it's combined together at yet another site. This way, any knowledge surrounding formula ingredients and the manufacturing process are effectively siloed. As these mega manufacturers can produce upwards of 100 products, individual factories may not even know what product the herbs they are processing or extracting are going into at all. In conclusion, having secret, undisclosed ingredients was and still is the primary way for "quote unquote" patenting Chinese herbal formulations. These practices are employed in tiny herb shops in Chinatowns, where herbalists will whip up an herb remedy without disclosing the prescription to the patient, and by manufacturers and marketers of every size, especially those with products of national treasure status, whose formulas are protected as state secrets known only to a select few. As the term Chinese patent medicine has come to encompass products whose formulas are classical and ingredients fully labeled. It is important for practitioners to gauge the trustworthiness and transparency of a manufacturer or supplier, and to consider the ramifications of prescribing true patent medicines with undisclosed ingredients. Not only in terms of whether the formula may contain ingredients that are counter to treatment goals, but may cause allergic reactions or unforeseen herb drug interactions, and could possibly be excluded from product liability insurance coverage. However, 
it is important to note that as every legitimate China-made finished medicine is registered and the formula vetted by the government, the likelihood of causing harm is actually quite small, especially compared to dietary supplements and herbal formulations in the U.S., which are not subject to registration or evaluation by anyone. Although the U.S. FDA will occasionally inspect manufacturing facilities and records, it will not evaluate the efficacy and safety of U.S.-made products unless it is part of an application for a new drug or test them unless there has been reported cases of adverse events or injuries. So regardless of whether you choose China-made, U.S.-made, or anywhere-made herbal products, it is important to carefully read product labels and get as much information as you can about the formula, the manufacturing process, and quality standards. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Chinese patent medicine with Meiwei President Yvonne Lau. If you would like to read the information that was given, you can find it linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. Next week's episode is from our article, Fires and Metal, Fall Lung Formulas. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on Mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.